0: Welcome back to the podcast. I am very excited. We are finally at episode 50. I've tried to reach this mark for a long time and we are finally here. God is indeed faithful to this podcast. If this is your first time listening to The Pilgrim Podcast, my name is O O. Living. I am from Nigeria. I became a Christian at the age of 14 after hearing the teachings of a Christian Lady, and I've been in the journey to the Celestial City ever since. The purpose of this podcast is to help you do the same, and this podcast is brought to you by God-Centered Christian Network, a medium ministry I founded in 2020 with the mission of helping followers of Jesus Christ find a biblical expression of the Christian faith that contains and ignites a passion for Jesus the supremacy of God in all things, for the joy of all peoples. Welcome to the podcast. For weeks now, we have been on a series called The Portrait of a True Christian, from the Salmon of Jesus Christ and the Salmon on the Mount. Right now, we are on the fourth beatitude, namely, hunger and thirst. Jesus said in Matthew 5 verse 6, God blesses those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. To understand the fourth beatitude, we need to understand what Jesus meant by righteousness. In ancient Judaism, righteousness meant to acquaint, vindicate, restore to a right relationship. The righteous are those who maintain relationships with God and with people around them. On the basis of right relationships, those who commit infractions are acquainted of guilt. Hunger and taste are frequent human urges. It's immensely satisfying to eat food when starving or to drink water. When perished. Hunger is often used to convey a consuming desire. It is the sign of life. To be alive is to hunger and taste. Jesus used these references in the Sermon on the Mount to communicate a blessed appetite for a particular pursuit, namely righteousness. The idea of righteousness being an intense desire raises a question. This is much different than how we usually think of it. The definition of righteous in modern times is uh, characterized by upright, uprightness or morality. Uh, righteousness means morally right or justifiable and acting in an upright moral way, that is, virtuous. A life pursuing these qualities without a proper motivation sounds a little more farcical than is comfortable. Upright moral behavior is only righteous if it comes from a righteous heart, which is what Jesus regularly taught the pharisees and anyone who cared to listen. But the biblical definition of righteous, as I've said, is more subtle than the dictionary's interpretation righteousness is more than observing the law and far deeper than checking commandments off your list of do's and don'ts so what exactly is this righteousness that Jesus is talking about Christians know that salvation is by grace alone in Jesus Christ alone and that when by faith we receive Jesus' sacrificial death and triumphant resurrection, nothing that we do or don't do can change our status with God. This is the good news of the gospel. Furthermore, Paul wrote in Romans 1 verse 17 that righteousness is through faith alone. He said, This good news tells us how God makes us right in His sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Wow. In other words, Jesus offers us his righteousness to remove our sin. Through faith, God sees us in Jesus' righteous robe and not in our old ratty uh, sinful attire it is all happening by faith alone which is an in- incredible reality it is the gospel truth that jesus's perfect life is available to all those who realize they need it so they hunger and taste for this righteousness this is indeed humility then we boldly say i no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law rather i become righteous through faith in christ for god's way of making us right with himself depends on faith philippians chapter 2 verse 9. so why hunger and taste for righteousness if we already have it by faith how can we hunger for something we have already been given This is the challenge in discipleship and the Christian pilgrimage. We are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, yet we are called to grow, to mature, to live a more upright, more righteous life. We want to live a life that is attractive to those who don't know the need, the astounding truth of the gospel. Or as the German reformer Martin Luther one said that God does not need our good works, but our neighbor does. Apart from the fact that we should hunger and taste for righteousness, despite we already have it by faith alone, because of those around us, we also live with the constant tension of the sinful world and our sinful desires, dragging us away from true righteousness. I can be craving for righteousness, follow Jesus, and feel in immensely satisfied. But then, a few hours later, say maybe around the time I take dinner, I might be earnestly desiring dinner. My hunger for righteousness apparently comes and goes, just as my hunger for food come and go. And sometimes my hunger for worldly things takes over. Yeah, Seriously speaking, it's really frustrating. So, every day comes with a new hunger and taste that pangs to be satisfied. The difference between the righteousness that Christ gives us and the righteousness to which he calls us to pursue is important to understand. God gives his Holy Spirit who renews our hearts and creates within us a new and deep desire to live in a way that is pleasing to him. We hunger and taste for righteousness because while we know that we are forgiven and accepted by God on the basis of all that is all that Christ is and all that He has done for us, we also know how far we are from all that Christ calls us to be. So the blessing of those who hunger and taste for righteousness lies in and the promise that they will be satisfied with God Himself in His righteousness. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Pilgrim Podcast. If you find it helpful, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast or search our growing archive for more episodes. Join me next time as we journey through scripture, exploring the Christian life and what it practically means to live as a pilgrim in this world.